Hi, and welcome to Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker, and I have a guest tonight, Julie Foster. We're located here in San Jose, California at 1914B Trade Zone Boulevard, San Jose, California, 95131. Our phone number is 408-945-4439. If you want to contact us by the web, our web address is www.mteminc.org. So you have all that information. You'll get it again at the end. But anyway, welcome. We're going to have a lively time. I always enjoy having my son guest, uh, Jerry Foster, here. We welcome all of you in the audience, and uh, let's have fun tonight. All right. All right. So you're our political analyst. You know, I was in the. I had to go to Kaiser today. I drove down the hill. It took me five hours, so I'm a four and a half hours to drive down the hill. By the time I got to my doctor's, it was five hours, you know, something, all this stuff going on on the road. And then I'm going out and then hear these people in the elevator, and they're talking about, I would like to see him in the public square just, just fried or whatever it is. And I'm, you know, they're talking to one another and all this stuff. And he got out and he's, excuse me for my political views. You know, I just hate that man. I hate him. And I'm looking at, I'm hoping he talked to somebody else, and the lady telling him to be quiet, I just hate Trump. I'm thinking, uh, he walked past, he just walked in front of me, because I was going to ask him, do you know him? Is that you? I mean, what did they do to you, you know? I mean, we, we, we're in, I mean, we are in such a, a insane society right now. You know, and people wonder, here it is. Now, this is really interesting, right? He pushing this old lady in a wheelchair. All this hatred going on in there. That's why she in this wheelchair. You, you, know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, the more you hate, the more you're going to be sick. Yeah. So we're going to have a whole lot of sick people we got to take care of because they hate the president. <laughs> Fix this, 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 this sound, okay? Oh so, any rate, you were telling me about the, the court thing. Some stuff happened today in the, the, the uh, courts. What, what well, I'm not really, uh, I, I don't have all the details on that. So, you know, I, I don't want, I want to be, speak from a position of strength and I don't really have all the details. So we'll punt that one for a later date. Okay, well, talk to me about what you want to talk about. So, I mean, you, you know, I'm going to interrupt. So, go ahead. I know you are. <laughs> uh, but to, to piggyback on your point about the President Trump and what you heard in the we have to understand that the brain is neutral until you feed it. And whatever it is that you feed it, this is what it is that's going to happen. All right. In the kingdom of God, the Bible says this, do good unto those that do evil unto you. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Okay. So with that, if I feed my brain on that, then... Even though I disagree, it's like I disagree with the homosexual lesbian movement. I disagree with, uh, um, you know, all of this fluidity. I disagree with abortion. I disagree with all of those things. None of those things do I agree with, okay? But I don't hate the people, all right? The Bible tells me not to search after stuff, all right? We have a society right now. And what's going on in our world is this. We have people that uh, equate themselves with what they have or equate themselves with 
the group that they agree with. Okay, this is why religion can be dangerous. And religion is not the same thing as spirituality. Okay, it's like um, we go searching for what we don't have because there's no peace, no contentment within ourselves. It's a very interesting thing because it's, it's um, you know, where the Bible tells us to be content with what we have and where we are, and then we can, we, he will move us to something else. Mm -hmm. But if I'm discontent with where I am, you know, it was an interesting thing. When I was, uh, I had, when I first received the Lord, when I first came into the kingdom of God, I ended up losing everything, and I was homeless, and all of that kind of stuff, you know. And I ended up um, having to live with some different people, and I was miserable. I hated it. I hated going home. I hated going up those stairs. I hated the way that they didn't clean up. I hated this. I hated this. And I found out from God, as long as you hate it, this is just where you're going to be. <laughs> and so... I made a quick turn. I started loving what I was. And then I ended up in this little studio place. And did I hate that. Because when I went in the house, there was my bed. <laughs> I mean, you go in the house, there's your bed, there's your kitchen, there's your chair, there's everything all in one room. What no other room. You know, there was a little bitty bathroom, but that was it. Closet, you can forget about that, okay? But I never closed it anyway. But I hated it, okay? And what it was, until I started to love it, until I started to be content, until I decided I'll be here forever. If, it, if, it's, if, that's, if, if that's what it is, I can be here forever and still do what it is that I need to do. It was no time before I was out. But then I went and lived in the same house with my kids. And oh my God, did I hate that. <laughs> I wondered, where did they come from? <laughs> you know, these are not the people that I raised and that I trained. You know, where did they come from? And they gave me this big giant room up there by myself and all of that stuff. But it still didn't matter, because when I went down in the kitchen, I'd see a plate. I'd see something left there. <laughs> and and one day I just just was just went crying, and here it was. And I just broke. I was gonna break up everything. And then I realized I didn't live there by myself, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> this was my daughter and her husband, and and the other daughter, Lanzine, and her husband, and she was pregnant. And then there was Nito and and his wife and. And then there was this friend of mine, Keith, living there, and, 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 and all of these people. And none of them did things the way I wanted them done. I'm, I'm just standing there one day, and I just broke down and started crying. And Gary came, and he said, Mommy, what's wrong? And I said, Y'all just took this thing. <laughs> Y'all just eat. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. I can't even eat all of these plates. Next thing I know, he went and bought me some new plates. <laughs> but anyway, and then <clears throat> I'm thinking, okay, I still haven't learned my lesson. I mean, my lesson was one that I had not learned. I had not learned to be content wherever it was I was. 
was. You know what I'm saying? I got content there. And I was able to move. I'm not going to tell you all the different places that I moved <laughs> and how I had to work at being content in all those places. But through every part of it, okay, what does this have to do with the politics? It has to do with the politics and the way that you politic your own brain. And whatever it is that you believe is your identity. Because see, what happens is this. Many times what happens is, is that we think what we have is our identity. And then the brain, and so the hatred from whether it's President Trump, whether it was President Obama, um, Bush, whatever it is, whoever it is, when we perceive that someone is trying to take something away from us, or someone is not hearing or adhering to what it is that we want, then we have this fight flight, we have this thing as to how it is that we're gonna communicate with them or about them. And so today we have different things that are going on in our world. Well, you, to, to, to piggyback on it, you talk about, you mentioned the word identity. Mm -hmm. And right now the nation, in fact, even all over the world, we have this thing where people are confused about who they are, what gender they are. Uh, and, and, and we even have politicians that are promoting you know that we should change birth certificates where it doesn't say what gender a baby is. I mean New York for example changed it where you can put male, female or no generation or gender X. So and many people are raising their children without them being a male or female. So and this is we've got the universities here in California where they're changing it where you don't say he or she and you're changing the pronouns and all different types of things in the way you speak. And uh, I, I forget the, the complete term of it, but it's, uh, you know, they want you to be gender neutral in the way that you talk. And, and, uh, and um, so that's a big thing, I think, with, we talk about the identity. I think we, we have an identity, um, it's really kind of a crisis in a sense of knowing who we are, not only as a nation, but as individual people. And we have politicians uh, on both sides of the aisle that are pushing this in a manner that I think is unhealthy for the nation. Okay. Here's one thing, and I, I, I submit this to the church, and I submit this to people of faith. <clears throat> there seems to be a lapse in what people of so-called faith are able to believe. We, you, you see, faith has an identity. And if you don't really know who you are, if you ask a person that's a, supposedly a believer or a Christian or uh, one that's in the kingdom, you know, what do you say about yourself? Who are you? They come with some religious little statement that's so wimp and weepy that it's like a spaghetti noodle because you don't have an identity. You don't really know who you are. I'm a child of God. Well, what does that mean? I'm, I'm this. You cannot articulate who it is that you are. And here is the problem. If you're not able to articulate who it is that you really are, then I guarantee you there's someone 
that is there to be your nomenclator, to tell you who you are. And it's one of the things that, it's not just groupthink, but groupthink has a whole lot to do with it. What it is, is I have to change your culture. You have to have a culture of confusion, you see? And if I give you a culture of confusion, where you're not definite on who it is, what you are, and I bully you into such a place that if you are, um, if you're dogmatic about something, then what it is is that you have a closed mind. And we're so, you see people that don't know who they are, either they will try to fight or they will become antagonistic, angry, screaming, going through all of these changes because they don't recognize that they have authority, they don't recognize what authority they have, and they don't know who it is they are. They're not confident in that authority. Mm -hmm. See, so it's one thing when someone tells me that here it is, you need, you can't, you can't say, wait, 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 what, what, what does this word can't mean? You see, I, 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 I have to, I'm, I'm very, I, I listen. And that's one of the biggest problems that people in the spiritual, religious, biblical, whatever realm, we want to talk so much, we don't listen. Why is it we want to talk so much? Because we want to get out whatever it is we think we know, because we don't know that much. And so I want to get it all out to you, so, so that you, I can get mine ahead, so that if you were going to say that, I was going to tell you, I, oh, I already knew that, or, or whatever, okay? But we don't listen and listen at the same time. And it, it's one of, of, of those things. It's, and, and we, don't, um, we don't realize something that when I believe in, because I believe in creation, because I know that I was created, because I know that I'm not a bang, I must go by what my creator said about me. I made them male and female. I did not make them anything other. I did not make them with a question mark. I did not give them a choice. All right? And so if, and, and, and I, 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 I count this as really the so-called church's problem because they're willing to take and not really learn and understand the scriptures. They run after things. See, we were so busy running after stuff. You know, uh, uh, I, I, I believe in, in, in having stuff, but we run after stuff. Most of our confessions is about stuff. Most of our conversations is about stuff. So therefore, while we're being like them, do you understand in the book of Matthew, right? It says, um, don't be like the heathen who search after all of these things, but seek the kingdom 
You see, that's where our power and our authority are. And as we're doing that, then what happens is this, is that the one that created us is going to make us be seen, okay, in the earth and give us all of these things so that we don't have to prove who we are. He proves it for us. See? And, and, and this is why we're, we're, um, we're not operating the way that we should operate as and in all of these different places. You were talking about the, 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 the thing with the woman that had a bed and breakfast. Had a bed and breakfast. And she, it was a Supreme Court decision that came down today. And the, the, the basic pieces of it is um, she had went through the whole federal court system and it went to the appeals court and the rule, appeals court ruled against her basically saying she could not deny services to this lesbian couple based on her religious beliefs. So it was appealed to the Supreme Court and basically the Supreme Court today punted and basically said they weren't, weren't gonna hear the case. In other words, if they don't hear the case, that means the ruling of the lower court stands. So right. the appeals court decision will stand. And now this lady is going to have to go and deal with through um, where this case began, uh, all of the penalties that are associated with for denying these individuals the ability to stay in her bed and breakfast, which is in her home, by the way, oh, where wow. she lives. Okay, you see, <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> why is this? Why, why and how can these things happen to people? It's because, just what I was saying, we're so busy running after stuff because we want to be like the world, rather, get, I mean, getting it ourselves, rather than saying, uh, let, 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 let's see if this word works, okay? Let's see. What did God say? He said, <clears throat> he said in, the, in the book of Malachi, test me and see if I will not pour out. You see, he, he's talking about the tithe in that, right? Mm -hmm. But in the tithe is also seeking of the kingdom. You cannot seek the kingdom. You're, when you tithe properly, what you are doing is you are seeking the kingdom. And he says, test me in this and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out, okay? I wanna do this, let me do it for you. Why in the heck are you thinking about and worrying about where you live? Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have a, a transportation car? Remember when I, when I had my car, my car was smoking? And, and it wasn't on drugs or or and and um, but I, I, I didn't I didn't criticize it. I mean I, I um, you know I, I drove it and, and I kept it washed and I kept it clean and I kept it all of those things. And then the day that he decided that there was going to be something different. I mean my con the congregation was more concerned about my car. And my friend Karen and all of that was more concerned about the oil and me being able to go back and forth over the hills than I was. Why was that? Because of that. Where I, where I lived for a long time, for 17 years, 
okay, in this little place in, 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 in Santa Cruz, okay? You know, it was fine because it wasn't my identity. And what's happening is this, is that we don't ask him, and I believe that he'll take this. I believe that, that if we do what we're to do, that God will take this thing that this woman uh, uh, is, is in this situation with, okay, and he will make something out of this chaotic thing. We look at these chaotic things, and this is our opportunity for us to change. Well, and this case is very similar to, if you may recall, the Baker's case mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. uh, there was a couple, uh, well, it was a, actually it was a guy, and then there was a couple, I believe in Oregon, that refused to make a cake for a homosexual couple. Mm -hmm. And it basically went to the Supreme Court. The initial first time the Supreme Court did exactly what it did in this case, it did not hear the case, but eventually it got back there and they ruled uh, basically in favor of the baker. Um, so, but what I believe uh, is happening here is, uh, and the term that I was meant to try to remember earlier was non-binary. Mm -hmm. which means you don't identify. You're not either masculine or you're not feminine, you're neither one of those. And uh, even in the state of California, you can basically identify as whatever sex you wanna be. So if, if you look at many of the big buildings, they have bathrooms that are unisex. Anybody can go in, in those bathrooms and specifically in order to comply with the California law that basically says that if I'm a male, I'm born a male, and I identify as a female, I may use the female restroom. You're going to be an ugly female. Yeah, I would be. So you see that, and so the concern I have, uh, obviously, is, is that as, as the ecclesia, I don't hear the ecclesia, the church really taking a firm stance against this. And that's because, this is what I'm saying, <clears throat> it's because we're after things. Lazy, greedy, uh, 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 selfish, self-centered. This is what we've become. See, it's not about any, it's, it's about stuff. How, how much can I amass? All right? And what's happening is this, the the purpose, you see, when we recognize the fact that we are a government and how we govern is important. Do you understand? And how we vote, how we vote on, on things that are lawful or ill or, or they're, they're, they're legal or illegal in, 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 our, um, in, in the church. They're legal or illegal in our lives. Mm -hmm. Because our lives are not secular and, 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 and spiritual and, and religious or whatever it is. I don't have a secular life. I don't have a Christian life. I only have one life. My life is all one. Okay? And until we get to that place, you see, why is it that the people in the church, that the pastors and and the teachers and the evangelists and all of these people, why won't they stand up? Because of greed. It's that 501c3. I will lose my tax exempt uh, status. And there is no law against doing what it is that we're doing. Mm -hmm. 
But I am afraid that if I take a stand, then the people that I'm supposed to be pastoring or seeing about, then what's going to happen? They're going to get mad because some of them are in here and then people are going to call me a hater. Do you understand? And then so then I have to identify, I have to defend what a hater is. That's not going to happen. Well, speaking of that, I, I remember a video I saw, I don't know, six months ago. It was a pastor. And this was this thing, as they say, went viral on, on the Internet. And the pastor, uh, apparently there was this young man in the congregation who had been there numerous mm -hmm, times. Mm -hmm. And they've had some counseling with him, but he insisted on coming dressed as a woman. And so basically the pastor uh, had basically counseled him enough, and he basically openly rebuked him in front of everybody in the church and told him, we love you, but we're not going to allow you to stand up here and, and act that way in a church. Mm -hmm. and, and, and basically told him he had to leave or something to that effect. And I remember... The response on online was just people were just going, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he, you know, even though the pastor was saying, hey, we love you, but holiness has a standard. And when you come here, we're going to love on you. You can sit there, but you're not going to be up here doing all kinds of things in the church dressed in as a person that you're not really are. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the response of people, there was a time when you would have never, in my mind, you would have never seen that level of response where people would say, they, it would seem there were more people responding or supporting this guy who was dressed in, in this, this, this drag wear than they were supporting the pastor. And so I think we, as you, you talk on Sunday about the mind, I, 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 the way we think as a society has drastically changed uh, from where it used to be. I mean, we used to have some level of commonality about certain things that were right and wrong. And there seems not to be any more commonality about what's right and what's wrong. Okay, but you see, here is the thing. There is a commonality about what's right and wrong. But it all depends on who's deciding what's right and wrong. And this, okay. is where, this is where we are, though. In, in our political life, we're going to need to decide what kind of nation we're going to be. Okay, but listen, let me ask you this. Okay, you see, what I'm saying is this. In making that decision, and the thing that you were talking about as far as the pastor is concerned, and people saying, how could he say that? So they were saying, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. So there is a standard. But the standard is not the standard that you might see or I might see. You see, here is the thing, and we've talked about this, and we've talked about the culture. The standard of whatever culture it is, is the one you, you there's things that I say, no, that's not in my culture. That is not my culture. All right? That is not. My culture. I, 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 I don't understand that. I can't communicate with that. No, I don't know those words. Those words are not within my culture. Okay? They, when they talk about, when they, when they talk about millennial people, I don't understand that. That's not in my culture. 
I don't even understand what that means. I, I, I don't want to, uh, I mean, I don't understand what that means. You can explain it to me 12 ways from Sunday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but I'm never gonna understand it. I am never going to understand that gay means anything other than happy. You see, that does not, that's not in my culture. Do, do, do you understand? My culture, my, my, my brain cannot take that. It does not operate in that manner. So you use your words and I use mine, but our communication is not going to be the same because you are not going to, I, I'm, I'm not willing to give up my language for yours. Do you understand? Okay. Um, it, 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 it does not bother me if somebody uses the word nigger. It don't bother me. Okay. Why? It's not in my culture. I don't even know what it means. I don't know who you're talking about because it's not one of my words. Are you that? I, I can't equate with that word. So it's not my name. Ho ain't my name. I'm thinking, I don't do gardening. <laughs> you know, I mean, every time I try to do, <laughs> every, <laughs> my, GG, my GGS said, he, he's up on that. See, that's, that's what he said. See, his language is mine. We, we, we're a lot the same. There we go, you know. I mean, and so the generations, I mean, you know, this is my great-grandson. He understands my language. I understand his. Th those words are not in my culture. I, I don't understand them. And, and no matter what it is, you cannot uh, uh, get me to do that. So how do we impact the culture? Because that's what we're about is impacting the culture. How do we impact the culture? so that um, that way of thinking does not become pervasive in our society. Okay, number one, that's what I'm saying. You gotta know who you are, okay? And then you have to stop people. You, you see, here it is, we're gonna have a conversation, right? And every time you start, you, stop, stop, wait, 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 wait. You're, you're telling me that this person is a tree? You're, you're telling me that, no, 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 you, you see, you, you have to you, you have to stop things what what it is that we want people to think we're so enlightened and so <laughs> intelligent and that we understand everything no 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 when you when you stop somebody 20 times in the first sentence this is not this I, I don't understand these words I I, I, I these these words are, are, well, they're not even Greek to me because I do understand a little bit of Greek. They're not even, you know, they're not Hebrew. They're not even Spanish because I understand some of that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what language you're talking, but you're not talking my human language, my language. Do you understand? I mean, you, you got it. And so what happens is this. Is, and then I'm not going to ask them, do you mean? And, and be in the same line with them. Do, 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 do you understand? Because one thing it is, is this, we have to understand our constitution. Mm -hmm. We have to understand where we came from. And it's not a religious place. Most of the people that are supposed to be Christian, supposed to be 
uh, uh, um, kingdom people, queens and priests and high whatever it is and all this other kind of stuff, all these, these fake words you let come out of your mouth because you don't know who you are. All of these words coming out, but you cannot articulate it so that you even understand it. See, I'm the only one that has to understand who I am, and then I can present myself. People don't come to me with this madness. And when I go out and I talk and, 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 and I speak, and um, uh, I mean, I'm asking them questions. Like if I would have been, if we had been, if the man would have been doing all this talk while we were in the elevator and I would have understood what he was saying, I'd have asked him, do you, do you, know, the, do you know him? What did he do to you? <laughs> what did he do? Tell me about it. Yeah, well, tell me what he did. <laughs> See, I mean, this army. Not, what did he do? No, no, what did he do? What, 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 did he come to your house? Did, what happened? See, I want to know what happens because uh, until, you, you see, when you try to get somebody to explain why they hate something, most of the time they can't tell you. They can only tell you that, well, my friend said, you know, I mean, I, I have people, ministers, and I have to ask them, what did he do? Well, he's prejudiced. Did he tell you that? <laughs> what did he tell you that? What, what did he do? What did you see him do? You see, but we don't, we don't do that. We just, I don't want to, you know, these people is, they are important. I mean, I got a lot of important friends. <laughs> you know. So, so, piggyback on what you're talking about, so, obviously, you know, it's about the individual, but as a nation, how does the nation steer its identity as a nation? Because we, we, we have a, a nation has to have an identity, correct? Or is that incorrect? A, a nation, a nation, but, but what is the nation built up of? individuals. These things did not happen because boom, all of a sudden a nation. It happened because of people saying this is what it is that we want. It happened because of agreement. It happened because groups of people came together. Okay. It also happened because the media, uh, people, they, they, what happened is uh, they put people into universities, into schools, into politics, into media, arts, entertainment, all of these areas. And what has happened is that the church has been lazy aspirin people. Lazy aspirin people. Yes. <laughs> And, and, and what it is, oh, I don't want to go out there. I don't want to be in the world. I don't want to do this. And so you got what you want. I don't want to be involved. I want, I want people to, to treat me a certain way. I want, I'm going on this job, but they don't treat me right. I'm going here. Well, wait a minute. You're there to change a culture. Do you think that this happened in the dark? It happened one person at a time, and then it happened. I can find myself, 
I'm, I, I, I see sometimes that I'm someplace and I start to talk and then I, I'm, I'm talking to one person and then somebody walks by and then I lower my voice and then when I lower my voice, then another person comes and starts to listen and then I lower my voice a little bit more and another person comes and then I start to talk up and then people start to come over and then they want to know, wow, you know, I never thought about that that way. I never thought about that that way. And I, well, that's where I came from. You know, that's, that's what I am and who I am. But the thing of it is, is this, as I said, it's follow the money, follow the stuff. What, what, just think about it. What conversations do, 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 do Christian people normally have? Oh, I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to go buy that. I need this. Oh, I need this. I need this. I need a new car. I need a new house. I need a new dress. I need a new pair of pants. I need this. I need this. I'm going to go buy this. You might need some more bacon. I need uh, uh, thus and so. All of these different things. See. You know, it, it's, 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 it's all of this. These are our conversations. And so what happened is this. What we're supposed to be as gentle as lambs, but wise as the serpent. We don't, we're, we're, not, we're not vigilant in looking at what's going on so that at that moment of opportunity, we're able to speak in. It's just like you. You ran for office. You didn't win the first time, but your butt is going to be back out there doing it again and again and again. We don't have enough strong people. We don't have enough people that are willing to take a loss and keep on going, to take a loss and keep on going, to take a loss and keep on going, to have people talk about you bad, to have whatever it is, to have them hate you, to have whatever it is. They all hate me. Well, that's good. I mean, my Lord, okay? They hate you. They hate, they don't even know what hate is. See? But we don't, we don't have that. We have very thin-skinned people, scary people. And that's what we represent. That's how we represent them. Like, well, they hurt me back then. I was hurt. <laughs> that's why I don't go to church anymore. Because <sighs> I was so disappointed. So we don't. Go. And then we start, to, we start to quote what people quote. People are finished with the, the whatever it is, church, the organized church. We started to speak it ourselves. We started to give statistics. I mean, you hear, you hear people that call themselves pastors, apostles, and all these things. They say the same thing about, they say the same thing about the church that the world says about the church. So, who's their nomenclature? So we, we really need to be more active in all of the areas, you know, of the, all the kingdoms, you know. Oh, yeah. Because that's, because if you really look at it, and that really makes a lot of sense to me, if you look at Hollywood, for example, or entertainment, mm -hmm. uh, the way we think so much is shaped by those individuals, those few individuals in Hollywood. And, and uh, if you're not on the left-leaning side, a lot of times you can't even find work many times because they want you to have a certain, as you mentioned, groupthink, want you to think like them and act like them. And, and But there are people, there, there are people in there, but the thing of it is, is this, you see, we even think that way, but there are more people in there that, that think differently 
but they don't have the support. And so they don't have the support, support, and you see, they're not, they're not, uh, uh, okay, here's the deal. I told you, it's all about follow the money, follow the money. Okay, I'm not going to say that because if I say that, I might get fired. Mm -hmm. I might get sued. I might get this. I might get this. I might get this. They're going to come after me. Wow. If Yeshua Jesus was like that, we'd be, we'd still be up a, So there are people, and you're right, I think there are people taking a stance and saying, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I know there was this one actor, I don't remember his name, uh, they had, the, 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 the role he had required him to kiss another man. And he said, I ain't doing it. <laughs> and he got ostracized, he said, I don't care, I'm still not doing it. He refused to do it. Uh, and there are those people that are, you know, Tim Allen, for example, you remember Tim the Two Men? Yeah, I like Tim. I like Tim. <laughs> uh, and uh, he had his show. It was the top-rated sitcom, and they canceled it yeah. because he, you know, he was a God-fearing, uh, uh, a conservative guy, and but he still didn't change the way he believed. That's right. And so I think that that's so important. I think, that, and even as you and know, and they had to put a show back on, and they put a show on, and and I tape it every week so I can see it. But, you know, um, there are people, you know, who have made a stance and will make a stance. And I think there are more of them uh, that are beginning to make a stance. And, uh, but we... it needs to be people like you and you and you and you and you and you and you. I mean, whether you believe in Jesus or not, there yeah. needs to be people that says, I'm not going for that. That's right. See, and when we stop looking for stuff, mm -hmm. when we stop, because what happens is this. You start to think, if I do this, I might not get this. Okay? If, if you know, it's like these phone calls I get. Since I'm a senior citizen, it seems, they think I'm a senior citizen. I don't know why. They think I'm a senior citizen. You're a dear senior if you're over 50 nowadays, so. <laughs> whatever. Okay? Yeah, whatever. But they must have thought that my brain went senior too. They did not realize that your brain grows more. My brain grows more now than it did before. Okay? It, 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 it doesn't stop at a certain age. Do you understand? The older I get, the smarter I am. At any rate, here it is. I get this phone call. This is the, uh, no, I don't know if it's the FBI, FBI or something, and I'm calling you about your social security. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm calling you about this, and, 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 and if you don't get back to us, oh, then yeah. we're going to take, we're gonna take action. And I said, wow, hurry up. I, do, I mean, it, you know, but what happens is this, you mentioned, now listen to this, you mentioned FBI, you mentioned IRS, you mentioned all them places. People get scared. See, I laugh. I laugh. Why is that I laugh? Because whatever you gonna do, do it. Why are you talking about it? See, where I fight, I'm not gonna tell you how much I'm gonna kick you behind. Before you know it, I've already done it. I'm gonna warn you that I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna warn you that I'm gonna beat you up. Haven't you seen enough of those movies? Haven't you seen enough of this? 
I'm just going, I'm going to leave you. Where are you going? I'm going to the store. <laughs> I'm going to the store. You want to ride? No, I, can I walk, please? Can I, can, I, can I at least walk to the store? Will I be leaving all my stuff behind? There again, all that stuff. You better leave that stuff and, and take your life. Because you can get more stuff. But do you understand how stupid we are? We, we, we do all of these things, but the adversary, the demonic force, they show you. They show you. And then we watch all of these things. We watch the transhuman things. We watch all of these different things as to how this stuff works. Okay? They give you pictures. What is it? They, 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 they plant in your brain. They feed your brain these things but you see we're not we don't we, we have not been doing that why is that the reason for it is that we have chosen not to seek the kingdom first well we can seek the kingdom first and then we seek after all these things no when you seek the kingdom first you don't have to seek after all of those other things see he says you seek the kingdom and everything that you need while you're doing that, then these things, in the Bible it says your goodness and mercy will follow you. Follow you where? But you got to be going somewhere. <laughs> See? And, 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 and in, in politics, we are political people. Yes. The church does not realize that we are politics. One of our names is politics. Tune in on Sunday, and I will tell you more about that. But at any rate, one of our names is politics. See, we are political people. And what happens is this. We, we, we give up who we are to blend in and let somebody else flavor us. Mm -hmm. This is what we have done. This is what we have done because we have decided to let somebody else tell us who we are. You know, um, I, I was in the doctor's office today, and one of the things that the 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 the, the, the nurse um, we've gotten to be close over the years, and because I've had the same doctor forever and all that stuff. Any rate, and so she was talking about her child, her daughter, and she was saying that one of the teachers or the tutors or whatever it is told her she would never have. A four-year education. I mean, she would never have a four-year get a four-year degree. And um, my my doctor is Indian, his nurse is, is uh, Mexican, and the other one is black. This was the, this was the one that was Mexican. And and she was talking about they had diagnosed her daughter as whatever it was that they had diagnosed her. And uh, I said that's what happened to me. I said they told me I could never get. And I said I got three degrees. Do you understand? And then she was talking about how her daughter learned, and I said, oh, wait a minute. Here, have her do this. And as we we're talking, you know, here's one of the things that's really interesting. You know they don't teach kids in school anymore how to write? They got computers. Everything, they want everybody to do everything on the computer. Cursive is a secret language now. Those books, they can't read it. They can't write it. 
Do you understand? But instead, they're going to tell you how your morals are supposed to be. But who allowed this to be? Do you understand? So it's time. I mean, you know, um, you know, I, um, I, I, you know, people say the way you talk, you're going to get killed. Well, that's okay. You know, it's it's really okay. If I die for what it is that I believe, I'm okay with that. All right, but I'm 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 not going to die uh, uh, compromising. I will not compromise. And so I have to talk to myself. I really have to talk to myself. And then I have to be I I, I really have to be careful as to what it is that I say to myself because. I have to continue to identify with who I am. Mm -hmm. I have to continue to let me know my identity. I have to continue to let me know that I hold no grudges. I have to continue to let me know that um, uh, I, 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 I don't live in the past. I have to continue to let me know that I've forgiven everybody that's ever done anything to me. I have to continue to let me know all of those things. Why is that? Because then none of those things, none of those emotions, none of those things will color my brain in, 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 a, in a way that I walk in fear. And the more I let me know where all of these things have happened and all of these things were good that they happened, I have to continue to let me know that just because I got raped, that doesn't mean that I'm going to get raped again. That I have to continue to let me know that when I got beat, that didn't mean I'm going to do that. I have to continue to let me know all of those things that were negative, okay? All of them. I have to continue to let me know and remember when I did certain things, when I was able to do this, when I was able to do that. You see, I, I can't live with any of that because all of those memories, all of those memories weaken me. They don't strengthen me. Mm -hmm. See, they don't strengthen me. You know, I can sit around and say, oh, my kids are just, they're just little, I'm not going to say it on TV. <laughs> I could sit around and say that, you know, how they don't do this, how they didn't do this, how they're this and how they're this. I'm not going to curse them that way, even though sometimes I might feel it. You know, I just feel like I don't get the whatever it is that I should get. And then I thought, where in the heck did that thought come from? Mm -hmm. See, I talk, I, I have to question my own thoughts. And if you don't question your own thoughts, then you're a fool going someplace to happen. You know, where did that come from? See, but instead, because with every thought, there is uh, emotion. Mm -hmm. See? You know, I had to get on my son here about my grandson. You know, uh, a while back, you know, it, 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 it you know, no, you, that ain't true. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. <laughs> oh, you just don't know. It's, it's not my biological son. I didn't raise him. He was raised by another grandmother, but she was just like me. We look a lot alike, okay? So, but at any rate, you know, all of that, because you have to, you have to question those things. So it's, 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 you have to really look at, in our political, our political thing, if we allow 
these things. And what we need to do is to start, like the lady, we need to start speaking what she will have because words are creative. Mm -hmm. That she, that it will be overturned. Go ahead, you have something. Well, I just want to say, you know, talk about, uh, you know, speaking up and I've often told individuals they need to be involved. Get involved in your local governments and what have you. And uh, I'm, I'm always surprised when I go to, our, the city I live in is about 70,000 people. Uh, but when you go to a city council meeting, there is usually less than 30 residents there. Most of the time, not more than 15 residents that go to a city council meeting. You go to the planning commission, which I served on for two and a half years, and there's rarely ever very few many citizens that go to the planning commission meetings. Why do you think that is? Um, well, I think people are so, as you said, busy with their own stuff. They're so lies. So when I talk to people, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so busy. And I always wonder, what are you busy doing? I mean, you, you think about our society. Let's think, go back 30 years. You didn't have computers. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have all this. But people had the ability, it seemed, more time to do the things, even though they actually had less time. But now we have all of this stuff that has made life so simple for us, but yet we don't have time because we've filled our whole life with stuff that most of us don't even mean anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you, most of you have one of these so-called smartphones. It's not smart. And uh, you go on there and it'll tell you how much time you spent on social media. If you really <laughs> want to know how to save some times, time, look at this. I used to tell my staff, it says, these are time stealers. This is what they are. They steal time from you. And so I, 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 I'm, I always tell people they really need to make a concerted effort to be involved. There are some things that are coming up, and I want to mention these before the program is over. Um, there is a move. We, right now I think we have 13 Democrats who have basically stated they're going to run for president. Um, I suspect there are going to probably be a few more that are going to throw their hat in the race. Um, and these are individuals that are planning to want to get the nomination to challenge President Trump in 2020. Um, I believe there is one Republican who's um, from Massachusetts that claims he's going to run against the president. Um, but what you hear coming from many of these individuals is very interesting because they are talking about stuff from the so-called new green new deal where we're going to get rid of all fossil Tell fuels these people. Tell these people oh sorry we're going to get rid of all these fossil fuels uh, meaning we're going to get rid of airplanes and buses and automobiles uh, all those types of things i believe one person said we're going to do it within 10 years uh, and then there's this big move after the president of the United States won the previous election without winning the most popular votes, there's this big talk about eliminating the electoral college um, because it, they say it's unfair that person who got the most votes did not win. Um, so there's a big move about that. I can tell you now it's never gonna happen, but there is a lot of talk about it. And uh, I, let me explain why it's never gonna happen. Number one, it is written in the Constitution 
that in order to be elected president, you have to get 270 electoral votes. That's right. And each state gets so many votes based on their population. Uh, California has the largest electoral vote total, but even with California, it is insignificant to sway the results because there's 40 other nine states to be considered. If you took the popular vote, or if you use the popular vote, you theoretically could have Texas, California, Pennsylvania, New York, and Florida decide whom the president will be every four years. In essence, 45 other states would basically have no say in electoral process. Mm -hmm. So this was the beauty, the wisdom that God gave the founding fathers was to ensure because we are a representative democracy, we are a constitutional republic, we're not a democracy, to ensure that every state's citizens had a vote. And that's why we use an electoral college system versus a popular vote system. Because the people of Maine and Rhode why Island- Why do they call it a college? Um, I don't really know why they call it a college. I know you won't find I'm out I'm gonna find out now that you asked me about it. They, they, they want, want to make sure that the people of Maine and Iowa and some of the smaller states, they have a voice. And in order to overturn this, to go to a popular vote, I know that there are right now 11 states who are saying, we're going to uh, give all of our votes to the popular, whoever wins the popular vote. California and several other states. I think uh, the latest state to join it was Colorado. Um, and these are what are called considered to be blue states. But again, what they haven't told you, and we talked, we talked about that earlier about hearing and what, what we're trying to indoctrinate people, get people to hear, what they haven't told you is you can say whatever you want, but unless you change the Constitution, it ain't gonna happen. And so in order to change the Constitution, you need 38 states' legislatures to agree with that, plus three-fourths of the Congress. That's why you've seen in our 200 plus his year history, there's been very few amendments to the Constitution because it has such a super high bar to pass in order for it to happen. Mm -hmm. The other thing that people are talking about is, uh, it, I'm speaking specifically about these 13 individuals that are running, some of the things they're saying, they want to increase the size of the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And right now we have seven, we have nine justices. There was a time there were seven on the court. And then Congress does have the constitutional ability, constitutional ability to increase the number. It's been at nine for a, a long, long time. Um, but they want to, some, I've heard numbers of 15 and even greater numbers than that. And basically what they want to do is they want to be able to overturn. They want to stack it. They want to stack the court to overturn uh, uh, anything that a president that does not agree with them has ever done. And basically, they also have a constitutional barrier that they're missing because they're talking about, well, we want to put this many people, we want to put five Republicans on one plan cost or five Republicans, five Democrats, and then the court gets to pick five independent people. Well, you could do that, but you have to change the Constitution mm -hmm. because the Constitution says that the president shall nominate members of the court and that it has to be confirmed by the Senate. 
Now, the Congress can go and they can make it 15 members, but all of the additional members will be appointed by the president unless you change the Constitution. So it's that sticky thing that kind of gets in the way a lot of times when people uh, do things like the Bible. There's a way to live, and it's in the Bible. And people a lot of times don't want to conform because that's, as you say, that's our and that's our constitution about how we're supposed to act and live. And people always want to figure out a way, well, how do we amend the Bible? That's right, and they're trying to do that too. You can't amend the Bible. No, you can't. Because the Bible is going to be the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. That's what God said. That's, what that's said. the way it's going to be. So if they can't do that, the other thing that I've heard is, and I heard Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, mention this, they want to decrease the voting age so that 16-year-olds can begin to vote. <laughs> uh, these are the people who can barely get up in the morning. <laughs> and they want them to be able to have the ability to vote uh, because particularly this group of 13 believes they're going to, they vote because younger votes tend to be, younger voters tend to be more liberal there. They're gonna be a big voting block for us. Well, let me ask you something. Who was it? Was it was it Dianne Feinstein or Nancy Pelosi when the when the the uh, young people came and and challenged her on on the green uh, thing yes, yes. and 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 she basically gave dismissed them. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Well, you ain't you you're not gonna talk and listen to me. I ain't got nothing else to say. Bye." <laughs> and see, you know, okay. Now listen to this. This was really powerful. Okay, this was really powerful. And this shows you something about culture. And it shows you something about someone that actually thinks they have authority. Mm -hmm. She said to them, if you are not going to listen to me, to adhere to what I am saying, mm -hmm. and to take what I have to say as valuable, then I dismiss you. What happens is this, the ecclesia, the church, the religious people, because they don't, they act as, well, they don't have to act it, but at any rate, not recognizing who you are. See, it was Diane Feinstein, was it Diane Feinstein or, or Nancy Pelosi? It was Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, okay. She has a picture of who she is. See, most of the most most of y'all don't have a picture. Most of y'all don't have a picture of who you are. Mm -hmm. And your picture is is viewed by something else, or what it is you got, or what you have, or what you don't have, or how people perceive you. When you when your picture is like that, then somebody else can tell you who you are. And she proved that. Not too many months ago, actually, was it January when she basically told the president, uh, "You're not going to be able to come. To the, we're not going to have you for the State of the Union address," because she she believes that she's got this different level of power, and and she sees right now within her own party, she's got two Muslims in Congress. That's crazy. That don't make any sense to me. And you've got this young 27 year old girl from New York. Um, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, 
and she believes that she, what she says goes, and she even uttered the words, well, I'm the boss. <laughs> and what she fails to realize, she is but a vote. But the reason she is able to make such statements is because there has been a lot of people telling her, and you said follow the money, the money has been following her to push along her agenda uh, so that she can get out there and claim the things that she claims to be. And Melinda, she, we watch she's got a big following. Chris. Yes, yes. She's she got does. a big following. And see, here is the thing. Listen to this. It's a very interesting thing that when people are being pushed by uh, the money, when people are being, when they have an agenda, when they really believe what they believe, they don't care what you call them. And they don't care what you think? They don't care what you think. This woman don't care, the Omar lady don't care what you think about them. They don't care how you talk about you crazy, you stupid, you're this, you're this. They don't care. You see? And we made compromises, as, even as it relates to them. The Congress itself made a compromise. Mm -hmm. And 200 years has never allowed a person to wear a covering in Congress. That's right. But it made a accommodation for mm -hmm. that. And from that point forth, that person has been emboldened. And she's made anti-Semitic comments, and she said all kinds of things that will cause other people to be censured or other things more severe to happen to them. But yet, they believe she, there's this group of people that are protecting her and not allowing her to be chastised. You even saw this week um, Judge Judy Perino on Fox News. She, they suspended her from a show because she asked, she basically asked the question. She says, well, if Omar is in agreement with this, would, is she also believes it's okay about Sharia law and all of this stuff. And Fox News, which was shocking, came out and, well, we don't agree with this. And I read her statement, and I'm thinking it was nothing offensive about it. She asked a question. That's what news people are supposed to do. But we are in a, and I call it the perpetually offended society. People. No, it's not even offended. It's pretended offense. It is pretended offense. It is pretended offense. Okay. It is not offensive. It is manipulation. It is bullying. It is pretended offense. I am offended that you don't believe just like I do. Now listen to this. Here's a drag queen. Listen to this. This is just, just, uh, uh, now. Here's what we allow. A drag queen, story time, convicted tele uh, pedophilia, Dressed as a woman reads to children, reads to kids at a local library. Yes. And we say this is okay. This should be offensive. But it is not even a pretense offense. That's right. Because we are so busy wanting houses and cars and, and all of these things that God said he would supply. Mm -hmm. We're so busy within ourselves and feeling sorry for ourselves when we're seeing what it is that we're here in the earth to do, we're not doing it. Why are we breathing air if we're not going to do what it is that he has called, anointed, appointed us to do? What is, what, what is this? See, it is not, these people are not offended. These people look at things and say, I can close your mouth. I can close your mouth. I can close your mouth. 
you see. This is, this is all it is. I can say this offends me. Well, my goodness, I'll put a hat on. That offends me too. I put a hat on. I say this. That offends me. I cut out these different parts. I show you what you want to see, what I want you to see. Do you understand? You, you, all you tech-savvy people, I even understand enough about cut and paste. I cut out what I don't want you to see. That's right. I paste in what I do want you to see. And we see it all the time. You know, you see, you see a media statement and you get the piece you have. It sounds inflammatory until you hear the whole statement. And people do that even in the church with the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they take a little piece of it and that's the only thing they preach on. But as Dr. Baker always tells us, uh, read the whole chapter. So you have the full context of, of the whole situation because people will, they'll make anything say what they want it to say and, 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 and have you believing it. And what Dr. Baker said is so true. I find that many of the people that I've come in contact with, um, they'll say stuff like they, they hate the president or and that, and I'll challenge them about it. And, and then they'll say, well, he's destroying the nation. I say, how? Give me an example. Give, give me fact. And one of the things that that destroys your argument all, almost always is they don't have any truthful facts. They have nothing to prove it. Everything they try to come up with, I can say, well, actually that's not really what happened. Because what happens is so many people in our society today, they turn on the TV or they scroll Facebook and that's their information. And it's intended to do this. To do that. It's intended to do this. You are intended to hear. You know, it was a really interesting thing. I noticed how Mr. Obama talked. He talked in bits. Yes. Okay? Because our society is so used to hearing bits. And he talked in bits. He was, he was, he was really, uh, uh, still is, I guess. Um, uh, um, um, he was very smooth at how it is that he talked. He talks, right? But he talked in bits, and he gave you bit sites because you're so used to that. All right, we're used to this. And in all social sciences, you look and you see, and people put out there what they want you to see, and then it's just, they fuzz the rest. Do you, do you understand? They fuzz the rest. They use words now, it's really, really interesting. We use the word illegal, and I'm not talking about just people. I'm talking about the word illegal. I'm not talking about illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, illegal whatever. But one of the things of it is, is this. This is something that I noticed. I told you I watched this program the other night. It was Supergirl or Superman Girl or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> one, of, one of them programs. And, 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 and I know it was the Spirit of God who had me watch it because they were talking about these aliens. This one was from Mars, this one was from Venus, this one was from here and there and all of that. And they had this march. And Supergirl came and she said, because they said that they, they wanted them to, to, to use a law. Everything that's going on, okay, everything that's going on, is being displayed in a way that's to 
phase that that's to 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 color your ability to see what's really going on all right it makes it seem as if this whole immigration thing is all about latin or hispanic people it's not okay people nations are being used as pawns yes the whole purpose of this is is to take one state at a time and overload the state understand this how many like where your taxes are okay all right you see here it is it's to overload the state now the same thing is happening in, in Africa, South Africa. The same thing is happening in, um, in uh, Australia. The same thing is happening in different countries. They take different groups of people. France is another one. France, they take different groups of people and they overload it. They open the borders and they overload it. It's all about one world government. They could give are careless <laughs> about the people. They could care less about the people. I care about the people. Do you understand? I care about the people. Well, you know, you're prejudiced against Mexico. I got more Mexican children than I got black. So then I really got a problem. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I mean, come on, let's be real here, you know? It's like, hello, you know what I'm saying? Well, you're prejudiced against this. Y'all ain't seeing my family. You, you ain't seen it. You understand? They got mulattoes this and mulattoes that. And every, I mean, you know, every, every mixture group, I call them a mulatto because I like the word, you know. That's an offensive word. It ain't to me and my family. So we going to use it, huh? Yeah, we going to use it, all right? Any, any rate, but all of this is about using people as pawns. And when they use you, you see all of these drag queens, I feel so for these, the, the homosexuals and the lesbians and those that are, uh, they're talking about fluid type things and whatever it is, you, you, don't, you don't understand history. Hitler made sure that all these people were brought out and then he destroyed them. Do you understand? This is what it is. I want you to show me who you are so I don't have to go and look for you. See, you're pretending as if these people mean something to you or that you agree with them. The devil says, it's okay. In fact, I better lie to you. This is the way this thing of darkness runs. Do you understand? Let me bring you here so that I can take care of you so that then you will vote the way I want you to. You'll do what it is I want you to do. This is called slavery. It is called slavery. Has nothing to do with color. Has nothing to do with color. Nothing. See? And, 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 and we're so stupid, we act so stupid that all we got is some religious jargon or we got these little smart words because we're afraid to go out into the real, in, 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 into the real battle and do battle because we don't know who we are.
I might blend in. So it's like, oh, wow, you got a fluent church. They don't know who they are. <laughs> and they're not, they're not shy about what you just said. You know, they, no, no, they, 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 they in your face. In your face. And even, you know, you talk about the one world government, the United Nations basically says by 2030, they want to have one world government. They're, they're they're already talking about it. Yeah. It's 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 not it's, you it's, know it's it's all of that. It's like you know we, we talk about <laughs> you know we have the second amendment. Our our amendment two is what it's really called, but we commonly refer to it as the second amendment. Uh, and there was this deal that the UN passed this thing about you know disarming citizens or what have you and what what have you in the uh, during the Bush years and 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 we rejected. We wouldn't sign on to that. Uh, but make no mistake about it. That's a part of your plan. One government, no arms, you do what we tell you to do. That's really their plan. And there's only one people that can stop them. That's right. It's the Ecclesia. And so that's the reason that the Ecclesia has to recognize who they are. Here's authorities threatening to take autistic sons from parents after they reject, after they uh, object to sex change. Because they talk this little autistic person into thinking that there's something different. And the parents are objecting to a sex change. Do, do, do you understand? We're so busy. It, it's, it's really time. I'm speaking to you on, on um, on Periscope, I'm speaking to you on conference, I'm speaking to you here in the audience. You know, uh, we better wake up. See, you have to realize that you don't even know what offense is. You don't get offended. You don't care what people say about you. You, you, you know, this is one thing I, I do. I, 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 um, I look at the different people that have been presidents, whether it was Bill Clinton, whether it was uh, Robaco, uh, Mr. Obama, <laughs> whether it's uh, Mr. Trump or uh, whatever, they just, they have an agenda. And you can say whatever it is that you want to say. You can talk bad about them. I mean, they'll go ahead and mention something or whatever it is, but they're gonna stick to their agenda. See. They are steadfast. And even if you don't know about their agenda, they have one. They have one. Oh, yeah. They're not, they may not even tell you about I mean, their they agenda, tell you but about they have it. one. You know, President Obama is a prime example. He had an agenda before he was elected. And then he waited until he got elected, and then he really revealed yep. who, what he really was about. Because before he wasn't against, he was, he was against homosexual marriage, or as they call it. But then all of a sudden, oh, my views have changed on that and on so many he other was, issues. He was put in office. He was spawned. He was spawned to destroy this nation from, in, uh, from, from, from the inside. He was there. The money and stuff that was behind him, he was there. You understand? And this is the reason that people were so... He was chosen so, to do that. Yes, he was chosen. Each president, right. each president that we have had up until this one, had an agenda that they were given. And that's why the hatred is so hated with this one. See, they were all given, uh, Mr. Bush, both Bushes. They had an agenda, here is what you are to do. 
here is what you are to do. Here is what you have to do. Didn't matter whether it was Republican or Democrat. That's why this next election is so critical. Yes. It really is critical. And we have to pray. In the meantime, we really have to, to pray, encourage, and do whatever it is that this president does not start to compromise because there are some issues that he has started to, to compromise on uh, uh, and be weakened in. Do, do you understand? And to be weakened in. And if, 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 if that goes down, then what's going to happen? So we have to remember, we have to pray for those people that are around him. We have to pray for those people that are supposed to be his spiritual um, um, people or whatever it is and, and all of these things. But um, go ahead and have the last thing so that we can receive our tithes and offerings and, and do our, our thing. Well, I, I, I will say this. Um, I agree wholeheartedly with what Dr. Baker said tonight and I, I believe that the president is getting pressure on all sides and it is right for him to compromise. Mm -hmm. But we've got to pray that he doesn't compromise because he's had the victory in hand on a couple of issues and the, the resistance was so hot that he backed up when he should have just pressed him into the fire. And so we have to pray that, you know, we may not agree with how he talks about a lot of things. That's, that's irrelevant. I do. Uh, it, but what we've got to do is focus on ensuring that what he is doing, it, it, it takes place because it's important to our nation. It's important to the body of Christ. And it's, it's, it's really important to those, you know, this is more important. Let me, let me just say this, even if I go over a couple of minutes. This is more important to, you know, the people that seem to be like the illegal aliens or illegal people or whatever it is. This is more important for them or just as important for them because just imagine this, just imagine all of these good people, great people, people that were smart people, all of these things leading a country coming into this country, okay? What's gonna happen to that country? What's gonna happen to it? It's gonna be, well, they're afraid. Well, you think that them other crooks ain't gonna follow them here? What kind of madness is that? See, what we need to be able to do is to empower people to stand. We're teaching people how to run. And that is what the adversary wants. He wants to put you on the run. That's right. He wants people to run from one country to another because he's saying, I'm showing you how weak you are. It's not about empowerment. You don't need empowerment to be weak. You don't need empowerment to run. You don't even need help for that. You don't need to be, you don't need empowerment to be scared. You need empowerment to stand. So on that fun note. On that fun note. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're going to receive the tithes and offerings and gifts, and you can do that online also. And we're going to.
going to go over our uh, our confession statement. All right. And I want to let you know something. We do this so that you on Periscope can hear it and you on co uh, conference because every time you talk about this, every time you, you open your mouth and you speak this, something is happening to your brain. You are beginning to believe that because you seek the kingdom of God first, that the kingdom of God is going to do what it does for you. Okay? Do you understand? So that it empowers you to be able to help others. It ain't about you just getting something to 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 impress yourself. Impress yourself. Anyway, I'm not gonna sing my, my good songs to you. Okay. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. We are tithers. We are tithers. The windows of heaven are open. The windows of heaven are open. The blessings are pouring out. The blessings are pouring out. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. We are sowers. We are sowers. We are furnished in abundance. We are furnished in abundance. For every good work. For every good work. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God. We receive jobs. We receive jobs. Better jobs. Better jobs. Raises and bonuses. Raises and bonuses. Benefits. Benefits. Sales and commissions. Sales. Settlements. Settlements. Estates and inheritances. Estates and inheritances. Interest and income. Rebates. Returns. Returns. Checks in the mail. Checks given to us. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Super Wealth transferred. Bills paid off. Debts demolished. Debts Royalties received. Properties acquired. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. We're getting our buildings. We're getting our buildings. Lands. Houses. Vehicles. Equipment. Equipment. Trains, planes, boats, and airplanes. Trains, planes, boats, and airplanes. I don't know why they got two kinds of planes, but they got planes and then airplanes. We got planes underneath. Yeah, yeah, underneath planes. Yeah. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. God is bringing into our hands. God is bringing into our hands. Great big seed. Great big seed. chunks of seed. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. We can command our harvest to come. We can command our harvest to come. So we command it. So we command it. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Harvesting angels are working for us. Harvesting angels are working for us. So we say to them. So we say to them. Harvesting angels. Harvesting angels. Go. Go. Bring our harvest. Bring our harvest. Now. Now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. And we expect this. And we expect this. And I ask you why. Because we seek the kingdom of God first. Everything that you do is blessed. Remember to come again and meet us here at uh, More Than Enough Ministries, MTEM Inc. We're located at 1914 Trade Zone Boulevard, San Jose, California, 95131. Our phone number is 408-945-4439.
Uh, Pastor Lonzine teaches tomorrow night at 635, and then we have Sunday Biblical Solutions for Life that starts at 945 to 1030, no, to 1130. Yeah, to 11.30, and then uh, we take a 15-minute break, and we start again at 11.45 until 2. So join us. We, uh, if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in the area, come and join us. Otherwise, tune in again on Periscope. Bye-bye.